Hey guys, welcome to another podcast. If you don't know, there's a hurricane going on and it's crazy. Stepped out of my car, about flew away. I mean, the wind just about took me into heaven. But Jesus can calm those. He has and he will. So the name of this podcast today is Contagious Confidence. Let's do it. Welcome, friends, to New Plan Life, where we've decided to hit the restart button on our lives and pursue what is life-giving instead. We'll be studying scripture daily, talking about current events with guests, and so much more. Thanks for listening. God bless. All right, guys, so welcome back to another podcast. Today is going to be a little unique, a little different. Um, We're going to be talking a little bit about the hurricane that's going on right now and uh, be praying for them. So you'll learn that I'm a firm believer in talking about the things that are happening like around us, like right now, and uh, not just going on with their Bible studies, but uh, recognizing and talking about the people that are being harmed by this. Um, It seems like a lot of people are losing power. Um, It's, you know, it's a storm that's going through, uh, I think, Louisiana, Mississippi, through Alabama, and we're getting strong winds over here, and I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you um, don't get lifted away like I almost did when I stepped outside. But anyways, we're going to do a quick prayer for them, and then we'll jump into the study about how Jesus can calm the storm in our lives, and uh, literally, he can calm the storm too. So let's jump into prayer real quick. God, we pray for the people in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama when it comes to Hurricane Zeta. As I've been seeing on the news, thousands upon thousands of people are losing their power. Um, People have been, three have been fatally killed because of it, and this is something real that's going on right now. And I pray for your peace and power to be in those areas, for people to not be fearful and to have the faith that the same Christ that calmed the seas and calmed the storms is the same Christ that lives in our lives today and who is ever-present. And to believe when Jesus said, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, then you could move mountains. That people have a confidence that is contagious around them. A confidence that you are going to provide through the storm. No matter what they're hit with, no matter what they go through, and to know that even the people around them are going to deliver, the Christians are going to step up, that you're going to use the hands and feet of the church to be in their community, to give them water, to give them food and whatever they need. So God, please be in those areas. Please be with us as we travel safely. And it's in your son's precious name, I pray. Amen. All right, so let's jump right in. Matthew 8, 23 through 27. If you're driving, please don't go there. I'd appreciate it. So starting at 23, it says, Jesus got into the boat and started across the sea with the disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the sea with waves breaking into the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. Jesus responded, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Then he got up, he rebuked the wind and the waves, and suddenly there was a great calm. The disciples were amazed. Who is this man? They asked. Even the winds and the waves obey him. Can I just remind you today, we serve a God who is in control of the wind and the wave, in the mountain, in the earth, in the sun, in the stars. Everything we see, he is in complete control of. The things that we think that aren't even possible, 
I mean, you look at the road. He could literally just pull that up in an instant. The entire road. Just whoop. Just pull it up like a string. Okay, so in regards to scripture, we got to be honest. There's two things here that I just find funny when I read. So first of all, in 24, it says, with the waves breaking into the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. Okay. (laughs) How? 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 How did he sleep in the middle of of a hurricane in a boat like imagine I, I don't even know how to imagine Jesus must have been so tired this like this is part of his humanity right we have to realize how much Jesus has been through how much he's been walking and talking and probably had no rests or no breaks because right he's living completely for his father and he doesn't get to have like those times of breaks that often so when he gets in this boat you best believe the human part of Jesus is thinking, finally, I get the rest. And this massive storm comes, and he's sleeping right, he's sleeping right through it, man. Jesus works hard. But what's even more interesting to me is the confidence that Jesus has. He is so confident in his Father that he knows that he can fall asleep on a boat in the middle of a hurricane with water drenching into the boat. That's nuts. Are we not exactly like the disciples here? I mean, literally, they're they're probably running around like chickens with their heads cut off. Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Like, they're freaking out. Like, I mean, I would be this person, right? I would be in the middle of this situation, adrenaline pumping, like looking around. I don't see land anywhere. I'm freaking out. I'm like, all right, well, this is <laughs> this is where I sign off. My life's over. But the disciples knew they had a lifeline. They knew they had Jesus on boat. So they were saying, Lord, save us. What's also worth noting here is that Jesus did a lot of miracles before this. So, for one, you would think they would believe that he could stop it and not, you know, freak out. (laughs) But, two, is it's crazy that they said, Lord, save us. And they woke him up saying, Lord, save us. So, they were saying to Jesus, Lord, save us. But Jesus has been teaching this entire time that who he follows is God. And the reason he has the confidence to sleep on a boat in the middle of a storm is because he believes that God will save him, that God will deliver him, that his God is for him, his father is for him. And the disciples haven't really learned this yet. So so they go to the physical person that's there to save them. When if you look at Jesus, he wasn't going to a physical person. He was literally having the confidence in God himself. But the disciples haven't learned that lesson yet, right? So they were shaking, you know, Jesus like crazy on the boat saying, get up, we're going to die. Okay, on to the second funny thing is in 26, it says, Jesus responded. I'm just going to stop there because I imagine Jesus. I don't know, but I know me and I know people. And when we wake up, we have that like, you know what I mean? Like your your eyes are half closed, like you're talking like this. And you're, you, you move like a snail, like you move so slowly. And I imagine Jesus having the best nap because of all the work that he's done. And literally being just sh- shaken viciously awake. 
And it says, Jesus responded. And I don't know, but I imagine Jesus just very, just, just turning over his shoulder and going, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Like, I don't know. That's how I would be. I would be so like petty about it. I'd be like, are you, why, why? Really? Come on. God, faith, confidence in God, having faith in God that he's good. Okay. And then he gets up and he proves it. He proves that he is sent from God and to have the faith in God and the confidence in God. He got, because look, it says, then he got up. So he was talking to the disciples while he was still laying down. So that's why it's funny to me to just... Jesus looking up at them and basically like, really guys? And then, okay, he gets up, he rebukes the wind and the waves, and suddenly there was a great calm. And I imagine the disciples, right, in this instance, their mouth is just hit the hit the, the floor, the watery floor of this boat. They're just like, oh my gosh, this is the God of miracles. And it's like, well, yeah, we're on chapter eight. How many miracles has he done up till this point? In 27, it says, The disciples were amazed. Who is this man? They asked. Wait, hold on. In 25, they said, Lord, save us. Lord, save us. And then, in 27, they said, Who is this man? Faith is a fickle thing, isn't it? We can call Jesus Lord. We can say we believe in God. But when trials and tribulations come our way, but we are so fast to lose our confidence in the Lord. As much as I pick on the disciples in this passage, I think I'm like this a lot of times. It's, I forget that the winds and the waves of this earth obey his voice, obey his command. And let me say this, confidence is contagious. I can guarantee you when the disciples saw Jesus sleeping on the floor during all this, it's like they they wish they had the confidence to do that. Like, what is what makes you so confident that you will live through this? What makes you so confident that we could feed 5,000 people with basically no food? What makes you so confident that you can turn water into wine? What is that? Because I want it. It's contagious. And even on a human level of speaking, when we see someone who is confident in what they're doing, who's confident in their speech, who's confident in leading, who's confident in expressing what they believe in, that's contagious. And that's stitched into our DNA because as humans, we naturally want to follow So when we see confidence protrude from someone, that's something that is interesting. It sparks something in us. It makes us want to be more like that person and have that confidence. But we have to ask, where does that confidence come from? Because when people have their lives together, we, that's what we want to ask is like, what, how did you get this thing? Where did this come from? What is the source of your confidence? Why do you walk so boldly? How do some people so daringly walk into dangerous situations with their shoulders up and standing tall and being courageous and not scared of their own lives and things like that? Where does that confidence come from? But if there's one person we should really ask about confidence, it's the one who can calm the storms. Could you imagine going into the middle of this hurricane, standing right in the middle, and then Jesus 
putting his hands out, speaking to the waves and the wind and the hurricane and everything, just calm, quiet. The first thing we think of is power. We think, where did such a person get this power? But who is he speaking to? Who is he having faith to act as a mediator? This power isn't from him because he's speaking to someone greater than himself. Who is he speaking to? And how does he have the confidence to come before someone who is that powerful? I'm sure there are people in your life where you look around and you say, I want to be that confident. I want to be like this person. I want to be able to step into situations and not have a fear. I want to be able to step into my future unashamedly and without regret. We naturally want to have a father figure in our life. And it's okay to have multiple. We just have to make sure the order is right. We all either have or want some sort of father figure in our life, whether it's a brother, a father, an uncle, a granddad, a cousin, whatever it is, we have these people that we want to be father figures because we want to follow someone that's greater than ourselves. And these father figures exude with confidence. And that's why we follow them because they are confident in their skills. They are confident in what they're saying. They're confident in their faith with God. They're confident in their wisdom and teaching you and raising you in living rightly. Confidence is contagious. But at the root of confidence is faith. The reason people are so confident in whatever the subject is, is because they have such a deep faith about it. Whether it be something that's right or wrong, a faith has to take root before confidence in something. Before confidence exists, faith exists. The first step is to put our faith in something and then be confident about that faith. If someone puts their confidence in God to help them overcome cancer, they have already put their faith in God and they put their confidence in God and they stick their stake of faith in the ground and they say, this is the land I'm willing to die on because of my unchanging, unshifting faith in the God who calms the seas. So if you want to walk with confidence in this life, which if we're being honest, I think we all do, to be able to walk boldly and confidently in the face of fears and everything, then first we have to have faith in something. But in order to have faith, you have to really believe it. As we saw in the disciples here, they didn't believe it. They saw all these miracles and called him Lord and then asked who he was and was surprised when he did another miracle. They didn't have the true faith. We might say we do, but we have to actually believe it. Because when we really do believe it, then we can have the confidence to sleep on a boat in the middle of a storm. Who has confidence like that? Well, Jesus does. And that's, it's a story to help us to have a confidence and a faith and an unwavering faith in God. Because in this world, especially now, with so many people that are consumed with themselves, they have nothing to be confident in. So our new plan for today in this podcast is to remember faith comes before confidence. Because if you never truly believe in God, you will never truly have confidence in God. 
So I pray as we go out today, don't let fear grapple you anymore. Don't let Satan speak doubts into your mind anymore. Say to that fear and say to that voice and say it out loud if you need to that I am confident in God. The power of this storm has no power over me compared to the almighty power of my God. So thank you guys for joining. Thanks for hanging out. And um, man, just talking about what's everything that's going on right now with the hurricane, just please remember that when you see it, when you hear the winds, when you even think about getting fearful, remember to have faith in God and that he's always for your good and to be confident in that and really believe it. Thank you for your time. Message me on Facebook if you have any questions or if I can help you in any way I can, especially right now, um, I'd love to. So God bless you guys. Stay safe. Peace.